Welcome to Be The Voice Radio, brought to you by Moving Forward Ministries. Be The Voice desires to bring a message of hope to your life today. Today's show will remind you that no matter what has happened in your past, you can overcome through Christ and then use your voice to help others. Stay tuned after the broadcast to learn how Moving Forward Ministries can educate, equip, and encourage your life today. Now, here is your host for Be The Voice Radio, Dee Marie. Well, good evening and welcome to Be The Voice Radio. This is your host, Dee Marie, and thank you all for tuning in week after week and listening to this broadcast. We're so blessed that God has given us an opportunity to come before you every week and just to share a message of hope and encouragement to all of our listeners. I'm really super duper ooper excited about this evening. Um, I brought the um, best guests in the world tonight. Um, I can't wait to introduce them. Probably this is going to be my favorite uh, <laughs> show of Be The Voice. So if you know anybody that you're next to, tell them to tune in to Be The Voice Radio right now on KXCN 10. Tim. Um, just we have some exciting things coming up in 2018 and some great topics that we're going to be talking about, um, some things that God has put on my heart to share with the body of Christ. And I'm just really, really excited about it and just really honored and blessed that he would use me to bring a message of hope to all of our listeners every week. So um, before we get started... As always, I do have uh, my community announcements. And as you know, um, Be The Voice Radio is brought to you by Moving Forward Ministries. Moving Forward Ministries is a Christian support ministry for adult survivors of sexual abuse. We provide uh, free support groups, community education, community outreach, and one-on-one client advocacy. And we are here for those um, that have been sexually abused and they are ready to speak up either for the first time or maybe they feel that they have you know, said something in the past, but now it's time for true healing. And so that's what we are about. And so we do have a support group coming up in February. It is free. Um, It is very limited uh, as far as participation. So if you are a survivor and you're ready to speak and you're ready to go through a support group, it's called Shelter from the Storm. And you can contact our office at 314-329-7440. And again, that's Moving Forward Ministry. So we're just really excited about this year. Um, as you all know, 2017 was almost a year of explosion when it comes to sexual assault. And I know so many people were triggered and um, they want to find a place where that's safe and confidential that they can share their stories um, and experiences with. So please contact Moving Forward Ministries. That's why we are here. We are actually located in Delwood, Missouri. And some exciting news about Be The Voice Radio. So not only are we going to be on Thursday nights, but Be The Voice Radio will also now be on Fridays. So if you missed um, Thursday's show, tune in Fridays at 6 p.m. right here on KXEN 1010. You can download the app if you have the App Store or if you have the, I don't know if it's still called Google Play Store or just the Play Store, you can download KXEN 1010. So that's every Thursday at 5.30 and then every Friday at 6 p.m. So that is something that we're just, we just found out about. So we're really excited about that. You know, God is moving and I'm so glad that he is using us to be a voice for to so many and for so many. So tonight, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I brought in the studio with me, my family. <laughs> uh, the title tonight is It's a Family Affair. And I, it was in my heart to bring them for a while just because, um, you know, 
I love my children, not perfect, but they are actually living a life before Christ, or at least striving to, and um, just trying to do the best that they can. And I'm really proud of them. And as a single parent who raised three kids, you know, it's not always easy, especially um, in a African-American family. You know, we hear stories and if, uh, the st- if we go by statistics, it says that uh, my kids should be uh, not in college or in gangs or selling drugs or, you know, doing things that they're not doing. Um, and I'm really proud of that and nothing that I've done, but just the God in me and the God in them that has allowed them to be who they are. So tonight we're going to talk about just, you know, all my single parents, if you're out there, I want to encourage you no matter how many mistakes you've made, no matter what your past has been, your children can still come out winning. And even if you think right now, they don't seem like they're winning, but the God that is in us, we can continue to pray for our children and they can come out winning. I'm not here to say that we're perfect because that is far from the truth, but just to say that God can do it no matter what it is. So I'm really excited tonight. So I want to welcome to the studio, my three children. Hey guys. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Um, so first up, we have Trayvon Latimer. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> and then we got Tymon Latimer. Uh, what's up? And Tia Latimer. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so you guys, this is third. Well, Tia has been in the studio many times. This is the first time the boys have been here. They've uh, been away at school and is doing their thing. And um, when I asked them, I said, hey, you guys, we should do a family show. I don't know if they were excited about it, but I was. But they're here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to talk a little bit about our family and kind of where we've come from and where, we are, where we're going and just excited about 2018 and just what God has done in my family and I'm just glad that God has given me a mic because I can actually give him all the glory and all the honor for my children and for who they are. Because, you know, they grew up in a Christian household. Noah was not perfect. You know, yes, I made mistakes. I'm sure I did things that was uh, not Christ-like <laughs> growing up, you know, with them growing up. But just to see who they are today and just to see, you know, where they're going, it, it just really, you know... I just cannot thank God enough um, for what they're doing, because if you look in the world and you look on the streets and you see what the kids are doing, you know, a lot of times we have a negative outlook on the youth of today. But I'm just so proud of them and I'm just so blessed. And I don't even really take credit. I give that all to the glory of God because it was him that allowed them to be who they are, because if it was up to me, they would be crazy because I'm crazy. (laughs) Um. But um, I just, you know, want to talk about, you know, when as when I was raising them, um, especially with two boys, you know, um, and being a woman, you know, who raising two men and uh, raising a young lady, you know, I had rules in my house growing up. And I remember so many people like they laughed at me because, um, you know, I didn't allow them to date. Now, do they do things behind my back? You know, I don't know. They might want to tell me some stuff today. But, <laughs> but you know, I, I didn't allow uh, dating and um, and just some things that they knew, you know, this is this was my rules. And this is what I said. And I remember people would talk about me they're like girl you crazy if you think those kids aren't going to do that or they will say oh you, um girl please are you really thinking that they can't do this and do that but I'm like you know what but they know my rules and they know what I set and it can be done 
So I want you guys to talk about that growing up in a household like that and um, just, you know, how was it? Was Did it even matter to you, you know, in high school with, they said, quote, unquote, peer pressure? Or how was that? Trey, if you want to start a tie or a Tia? <laughs> I guess I can start. <laughs> um, I think growing up in that kind of environment, um, if that's like all you know in your house, if this constantly reinforced as far as, you know, um, you don't date, you know, your relationship with God does come first. Um, if you grew up in a church where you have that support system where you're, um, you know, you're being taught at home, but also, you know, Texas Village, you're being taught that um, at church as well. Um, if that's all you know and that's what's being constantly reinforced and that's what you hear, then um, it's not really like a huge issue. Um, people at school know, I mean, I, I don't speak for all of us, but no, I didn't date. No, I really didn't um, do a lot of things that they did. I didn't hang out with a lot of people at school. And, um, you know, I was in a, in a sense set apart um, from, like, people at school or people who weren't living for Christ. So, um, But I would say in, in growing up, it wasn't necessarily a challenge right. in a sense. It was just, you know, that's what my mom taught me. That's what um, people at church tell me, you know, so that's, um, and more importantly, that's what God was telling me as too, as I was growing my own personal relationship with God, um, knowing that <clears throat> the things I, were being, I was being taught were being reinforced, like in my quiet time, they were being re- reinforced on what I believe God was telling me. So um, I think it was just normal. It's, you know, right. It was all I knew. So Yep. Go ahead, Ty. No, yeah, same as what Javon said, uh, like growing up in that environment is, is, you get used to it. And then once you like get friends at school, like, aren't the same as you you don't really you don't really fall for peer pressure because you're just like oh, you stupid so it's like, you're like <laughs> it's like it, it wasn't hard growing up uh, in a christian household um mostly because uh a mom like she said us apart from other kids like we weren't we weren't we weren't allowed to do a lot of things that other kids were and um what i can like take from that is uh like my friends i wouldn't have i wouldn't say i have the i have, I have a lot of christian well, a lot of <laughs> good friends, <laughs> but um, those friends who aren't, uh, who weren't raised like me, they know what I'm, what I'm about. They know where I come from, so it wasn't that hard for me to to fall for peer pressure growing up. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a compromise. Yeah. Right, right. So, Tia, how did you feel about that? Um, Ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was it was kind of a challenge because some um, some of my friends, it was not Christians at all, but like they knew, like, what I, like, they know I didn't date, so they know I didn't smoke enough, so they didn't put that around me. They, like, because I got, like, a group chat, but they made another group chat because they know I don't do that type stuff or whatever. (laughs) Well, see, but that's good because that shows that they respect the God in you, which means that you all are the ones that said, this is who I am and this is what I do, and if you don't like it, you know, so what? You know, and I know you all aren't perfect, you know, um, but... Just to even have you guys here even talking about that, you know, is a blessing because, again, you know, I remember growing up and and nothing against, you know, kids, these young people that sag or whatever. But that wasn't just going to be my kids. I just don't think it looks appropriate. And so I would tell them, what would I say to you all? It's not going to be y'all in the street. <laughs> y'all see them? That's y'all that is not going to be. <laughs> yeah. I, I told them time and time again, that is not going to be you. That is not going to be you. Because I was determined that you all were not going to grow up and do the things that we saw. You know, and even, you know, things that I've done even as a, as a growing up. You know, I'm like, no, these are not going to be my kids because, for one, I struggle too long and too hard. And I refuse 
for you all to go through that struggle that I did because I want you all to uh, have better and not worry about some of the things that I did because, you know, even, you know, getting married young and, um, you know, just not making the best decisions. And here you all come along and I want you all to um, to live that life of Christ, you know, and and even with the church. I mean, don't you all feel like you have that support? Yeah, because even like like seeing my friends now, like graduated from high school, like some of them are like they have they have kids, they're getting married, they uh some in jail, some dead, and I'm just like wow, like I really like I, I dodged the bullet because I, I wasn't raised how they how they were raised, and that's like my thinking now. I'm like I'm really grateful for growing up in a Christian household and mm-hmm. from where I come from. Right, much. right, yep. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, like even what you were saying about oh, church. Because um, I know, you know, there are people who grew up in Christian households and still um, don't mm-hmm. make the uh, the smartest decisions or um, their life is not going the way that they imagined or that they um, wanted to go. Um, but, you know, we had a village, like we said, like we had this support system where, um, okay, my mom's missing at home, you know, um, how is this being reinforced in um, the different spaces I'm in? So. You know, we go to we lived at church growing up too. <laughs> we sure be the first, first ones there in the morning, last ones to leave. <laughs> Sometimes Fridays, she had ministries. I had to do stuff. We had to do stuff. So we was there all the time. So um, we constantly heard these things, and uh, we also had examples of people who um, did mess up in mm-hmm. a sense, but came back. Um, and, like we learned from their stories. You know, we didn't have to learn from experience to um, not go down the path that. Uh, it's like unlikely or that's not favorable for us. Right. Um, right. And too, as you know, um, and the most, even, you know, I think by myself, you know, having them young, not even really being at a, at a place where I was ready to raise kids. You know, I was young when I had them and mentally just not being in a place, uh, to rate, you know, to say, oh, I got kids, but it was like I just went straight into survival mode. So you, when you're in survival mode, and anyone out there that's a single parent, you understand this. You kind of you just do what you got to do to make sure your family is fed, to make sure they have clothes, to make sure they, you know, um, have the things that they need. But in the meantime, sometimes you miss things, or you um, because you're constantly like, okay, I got to go to work, I got to do this, I got to do that. You know, make sure the kids have this. But I, I really, honestly, I must give a shout out to to my church, Arca Safety Christian Church, to my pastor, Pastor Ori, to my first lady, uh, first lady Ori, to Doctor Butler, to uh, Doctor Lady Butler, to uh, Minister Barry uh, Persons, all of those people that were in my life who helped me gear you all to where you are today. I mean, I could not have done it without them. You know, and I'm really appreciative of them. And, you know, even you all being in teen church and learning and 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 hearing. And honestly, a lot of times I'm like, man, like, how did y'all turn out good? And, you know, (laughs) I do. I'm like, you know, Lord, thank you, because you you all could be in another place right now, you know. And so and talk to how important is it to surround yourself with like minded people? I mean, even with, like, our friends at church, like, Chicago, you know, Taylor, Destiny, like, those were our friends growing up. Like, those were our friends, friends growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, our church, like, we, we don't even I, like, that, 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 not our church friends. Those are, like, our, like, that's our, like, that's our family. Right. That's in, uh, and, like, that, like, because they, they knew how they, they was raised the same as we were. Right. So we right. didn't have that kind of, like, pressure as, like, grow, we, we didn't, we wouldn't, we didn't grow up with friends, like, outside of church for real, for real. Right. Mm-hmm. And we didn't grow up to, like, be, like, uh. What's the word? I'm trying to think of the word. Be like surrounded by 
people who are not uh, yeah, like, like, we didn't have a need to have other friends because yeah, that's yeah. you know our we friends didn't, we, were, we didn't yeah. need we didn't need other, other people that, that's, what we, that's what we had mm-hmm. yeah, up. yeah. yeah. we had fun with our friends we didn't yeah, you know, it wasn't boring it wasn't boring right <laughs> yeah. and that's another thing too because you know a lot of times you know the youth say that's boring y'all but but it, yeah, but it wasn't boring <laughs> right <laughs> and i think about how um even how like they would hang out with me and my friend. Well, they, but you guys had your friends there too, but we, a lot of times we would be together and I would laugh. Cause I'm like, when I was young, ain't no way I was going somewhere with my mama, but y'all sometimes didn't even mind that. <laughs> but you know, I think about me growing up, you know, and yeah, you, you was kind of ghetto. Uh, oh, shut up. <laughs> Her voice changed on radio. Her voice changed on the radio. <laughs> yeah. I don't listen to them. <laughs> But, um, but just, you know, um, you know, and things that I'm like, you know, when I was growing up, you know, oh, that's lame. But of course I didn't grow up under the teaching that mm-hmm. you all did. And I think that is so, so, so important. It's just to keep your kids underneath the word and not just the word, but the uncompromising word, you know, um, you know, Pastor Ori teaches the uncompromising word. He doesn't change. And if you don't like it, Oh, either you're going to change or you're going to leave. <laughs> and that's it, you leave. know. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so I think that had a lot to do with it. A lot, a lot to, um, with you guys growing up. And now um, Trey and Ty, they're both in college. Tia uh, is a junior in high school. So, um, and and I think about, too, how God has provided for us. And I know mm. all of us at this mm. table mm. can talk on that. <laughs> <laughs> Three, four laps around St. Louis. Listen to everything he did. Right. Like just, it, and it's almost unbelievable and it's amazing. But what do I always say to you all when things don't go right? You're like, uh, we worry, we stress. It's always going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say to you? It's always going to work out. It's always going to work out. And mo- and 95.5% <laughs> <laughs> it works out. All right. And what did you say the other day, Trayvon? You said, why do we worry? We worry about <laughs> God and gave us 10 million three things <laughs> over and over again. Mm-hmm. We And another thing come up, we like, oh, my God, we don't know how it's going to be. And God looking down, just laughing at that us. Means, just yeah, like, that's, that's so God true. worrying <laughs> about what? That's exactly. Exactly. <laughs> worry about what, you know. And um, I just say that's the favor of God, you know, for whatever reason. You know, I, sometimes I don't feel like I deserve his uh, His His grace and mercy all the time. But He's He's always there and he's providing, which to me um i think that is an example for you all because it has given you all the faith to know you know yes i wish we you know were rich you know what i'm saying but but not it, really though honestly <laughs> I, don't wish, I don't wish i was rich no, i like the way we grew up huh? yeah, <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna have a more uh comprehensive view of what life is you know? right right yeah. and um and but you all saw that and you saw god's hand first firsthand you guys saw it and you saw how he just constantly moved in our lives and to me it just builds your faith you know and um even as teenagers i think it's so important for that faith to be built you know um especially dealing with some of the issues that these young people deal with today you know you all deal with issues that we didn't even really deal with growing up because it's a new day and it's a new world um i know that they said there was nothing different under the sun it's just um 
and just a different way that, different. yeah, mm-hmm. that, that you guys are doing. So, um, and another reason I want to bring on, you know, to talk about, uh, just what you guys are doing now, you know, Tia is a dancer and, um, <laughs> she's going to be going to college soon and I'll be an empty nester soon. Ty's headed off to college and Trayvon is actually, uh, headed off to, where are you going, Trey? Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam. Vietnam, mm-hmm. Vietnam. So he's going to be studying abroad, uh, coming up, um, in January and that whole situation has right. just been a blessing, mm-hmm. you know, and I think about, um, you know, me, I'm more like, okay, how is this going to happen? But God made that way and he provided. So, uh, so how are you feeling about that, Trey? Uh, I'm super nervous, mostly <laughs> about the plane ride. Yeah, the plane ride is 22 hours long. I mean, 14 hours, two hour labor, and a five hour flight. That's, I've only been in the airplane for 45 minutes. That's the longest. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're about to take a 22 hour right. flight. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm tall, I'm those seats. Okay. But um, I'm super excited for the experience. I think it's going to give me, um, you know, I, we, I haven't even left the Midwest <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> Uh, you know, I've been to Chicago. There's a lot of different people there. But, you know, going to a different culture where there's no one like me. I may have a group of friends, but at the same time, I'm going to look around and um, there's nothing but Vietnamese people <laughs> all around me. Um, different way of life, different way of thinking. Um, I was reading some stuff and just like the way they think about um, think about time. Just like little things they think about. It's totally different than the way um, people in the West, um, especially black people in the West, think. So uh, I'm super excited about the experience. I think it'll give me um, an international like or like or just like a worldwide perspective on right. things. Um, I think sometimes we can get so caught up um, in the here, you know, in the U.S. Right, You know, the U.S. is only uh, a a super small percentage of the the entire world. Mm -hmm. Um, And just like to go see, you know, the people that God loves equally, you know. Um, God didn't save just the U.S., you know. He is everywhere. So um, just like to... Being in part of that, or just to just experience just a different people and different culture, I mean, different ways of thought will just be, I'm just super excited about. Yeah. Uh, I'm being uncomfortable a lot, um, but I'm excited for that. Uh, just because you went to Africa or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to look at me like, oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for them. Um, you know, as a mom, of course, you know, I get nervous. And like, oh, my gosh, my baby's leaving for four months. But I'm excited for them. I think it's going to be a great opportunity. And I think that um, even though you're going for school, but God hand is on it mm-hmm. and it's going to be another entire experience that I won't have and that you know a lot of people don't get so I look at that as a blessing you know um, so I kind of want to turn the uh, conversation a little bit you know um, most of you all know my children obviously know that I do moving forward ministries and I um, help adult survivors of sexual abuse and when I uh, decided to come out and tell my story I was really nervous about telling them and you know because it's like oh they're gonna have all these questions but honestly you guys just totally just went with it you know like okay and have become my biggest supporters you know um and I just, you know, even asking, I don't know if I've ever asked you guys this, but was that something hard to deal with? Or was it like, okay, you know what, we're just going to support our mom? No, uh, when, when you told us, it was like, it, they made a lot of things clear about how you raised us. Mm-hmm. Like telling us um, to watch careful, out, it'd be, right. be careful, watch out for um, certain, certain people. Uh, it'd be questions, it'd be weird questions you ask me. <laughs> good. It's okay. How was that? How, how, not to me, how? Not to me, all people. what? It just like I, I it, it like it made me realize like oh that that that's that's why she raises that way <laughs> why she asks those certain questions about those certain people and it's just um like I wasn't like I was I was shocked and um but I it, it, I accepted it and mm-hmm. I uh, yeah I kind of I went with it yeah yeah. yeah. And you guys have truly supported me and I I cannot appreciate you all enough for that you know because 
even when God told me to step out <laughs> and leave my job and then start this nonprofit. And Lord. I they was like, What? Apple. They were like, What? Like you gonna do what? Nonprofit, <laughs> Right, like Right. They're like, we need the profit. Um, but uh but we God has sustained us. And it's not been easy, you know, it has not been easy. Um, but but it's at a time too where a lot of times you guys are self sufficient, you know, of course Tia, you know, is still in high school, so but it came at a point, I think, where God said, Okay, it's it's now is the time and you know, everything has been rolling, not always smoothly, but we're here. Mm-hmm. You know, you about to go off to Vietnam. You're starting um, UMKC um, in January. And I look at those things and I'm like, man, God has done it. OK, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he has really done it. And uh, and then even Tia, which <laughs> look at Tia, don't want to say anything. <laughs> Tia's how I'm coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she'll um, she'll be in college soon. And that's just a blessing, you know. And I think, yep, yeah, and it's just the things that God has put in place, you know, for our family, and 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 I see what He's done, and it's it's just absolutely amazing, just amazing. Um, So, what would you guys say to your friends who, or do you guys even witness to your friends, or if you will, what would you say to them about uh, living that Christian life, you know, as as young people, you know, um, what would you tell them? What encouraging words would you give to them? Um. I think that most people, I know people who I come in contact with who are cautious about, um, like, living a faith or um, becoming a Christian is, first of all, the term Christian um, comes with a lot. Um, people, you know, we live in, like, this super hyper social justice age where people, you know, kind of turn their a bond out to, like, religion in, you know, in the comprehensive sense. Um, and I think it's just a lot of um, secularization, a lot of things that go on that contribute to people not wanting to um, accept a life, accept a life, you know, following Christ. But um, one thing I would say is just look at it as a relationship. Um, I think like the biggest thing for me uh, growing up, especially in high school, is that if I didn't have a relationship with God, I honestly don't know who I would be. Who like where would we be if we weren't like? I don't hey, know. I Lord, imagine. help us, Jesus. Um, I don't know where I'd be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could argue me down about how you think God not real, but no one, nothing can convince me that God not real, especially stuff uh, he's provided us with. But um, I think my advice to them would just to be, um, just to, like, jump, just to try it. Um, you know, being a Christian is not this, like, super boring lifestyle. It's not this super hard you know, um, thing to do. Um, literally, it's just a relationship with God. Um, I think my favorite verse is in Matthew 6 and 30, 6.33 is, um, seek first the kingdom of God and live righteously, um, and he will give you everything you need. Um, and that's what we've done, honestly. You know, yeah. we sought God. We prayed to him. We, um, you know, we read our Bibles. We just did the things. We just saw him. You know, we developed a relationship with him. And what did he do? He gave it everything we right, need. You know? Right, right. Uh, pastor says all the time, you know, like God cannot lie. You know? Right. He's, it's impossible. So um, if that scripture is true, if that's what he's saying is true, then, um, you know, you can, you know, just try it. If it is true, seek God. He will give you everything you need. Then why not do that? Right, you know? right, right. Like uh, me in high school, like my friends, like it, I would look at it as like um, – like I'm, I'm, I'm special. Like our family is special because people will like come ask me like, oh, tell me like, how are you like, how are you, how do you not do what, what like certain people do? How do you, how do you, uh, how do you stand stand out? Like we can just like, I, like people don't even talk to me. They be like, okay, we can we can tell like mm-hmm. you're different from other kids. And it's like, 
I see that as a blessing because I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, you see me, then um, and you see me, I'm not, I'm not doing wrong. Um, you see, you see the the, the specialness in me or what you're, whatever right, you see in me. Right. So why don't you like come, come and see what um, where it's coming from? Right. And it's, um, and that uh, really helped me to like bring my friends because I had a, uh, I ain't finna say his name, but he was he was he was in the world like he was really in the world, and um, I was a witness to him because he uh, ended up giving giving his life to Christ uh, during our time in high school. Mm-hmm. And he's actually doing better right now. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And he, um, and like, he, I wouldn't say uh, he was really that bad, but he was, he was kind of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just uh, seeing seeing that and like knowing that um, people really actually do want to come to Christ. They do, yeah, they really they, do. But they, but they really are scared to like. They don't know what what is what is like. They they they're raised to like. They just they're just raised and they're raised in a certain. They're raised in a worldly environment. It's, right. Um, right. Is uh, being able to be a witness really uh, helps me to continue to be a witness to other people. To other people, yeah. yeah. Tia, did you have anything? Well, like some people at school, like I don't know them at all. Like he said, and they um, see like they know I'm a Christian, and like even my best friend, she um, like been wanting to come to church a lot. Well, with me because she see that in me. <laughs> that's good though, but that's good. And um, for those that are um, thinking that. You know, well, that's got to be hard to do that. Yeah. I can, you know, but it's not. It's really not. And and if they see that example, mm-hmm. and then you all, then that gives them hope. Like, hmm, maybe I can do it too. You know, maybe I can um, live that life. Yeah. And so um, when they see that in you all, then it's, it gives them, you know, a sense of okay, I can do this. And so let's talk about the whole dating aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a huge issue with the young people. <laughs> You know, and I, I, you know, when you guys grew up, it was no dating in the house. Now, you know, we we gonna talk all about what y'all if y'all did anything behind, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we gonna get to all that. But what was that like? And then dealing with your friends who do date, because I'm sure most of them dated in high school. Uh, you come straight to me. <laughs> um, but dating in high school. Um, I, I knew it, there was no dating, but I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I tried to date, but it was it's hard because uh, you know it's like you can't. What you what are you gonna do with a girlfriend? Your, <laughs> your mom said you can't have a girlfriend. There's no way that you can keep this going. So I really got to a point. Where I was just like, uh, I was just stopped, and it was just like uh, it wasn't it wasn't hard not not to date. Mm-hmm. It's just my friends. Like uh, I wasn't. I don't really have a lot of problem with peer pressure. It's just like oh dang, my friends got girlfriends. I kind of. That's just all. That's all it was. Right. Right. Yeah. I think for me, like the whole aspect of that dating is like an interview for marriage, and um, you know, a lot of the blessings in relation in a relationship, like with the significant other, comes in marriage. I just, I really didn't have a desire to date in high school. (laughs) He's just so different. (laughs) 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 I couldn't tell that Trevon liked the girl or not. I was like, wow. I mean, there was plenty. I mean, of course, there was plenty of girls. Yeah. You know, you just, you just. You just didn't care. I was like, okay. Yeah, I didn't. I just didn't see the purpose in, you know, if I tried to start something, then you know, we're going off to college, and then and then what? Or, um, you know, it was all empty. It wasn't, you know, all the relationships in high school weren't. It was fake. I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I look at people now who are relationships and they're they're broken up. Um, it's only like 
those rare people who have been stages yeah. right, who right. And they're probably married. But that's crazy. But um, I don't know. I just didn't have a. I, I can't. Like people do ask me that. Like how how did you, how you didn't date and how you didn't like nobody. I honestly couldn't can't answer you like fully. I just didn't have a desire. Well, I think that's just that, that teaching was just down to me that I just didn't have a desire to date at all. You know, I had other stuff to worry about. Right. And, you know, and and I'm glad you all are talking about this because, like I said, there were adults who. No, no, no. We didn't get on Tia first. Who, oh, Tia. Yeah, go ahead, Tia. <laughs> who you like? <laughs> he said, who you like? For me in high school, um, like, for me in high, for me in high school, um, like, it wasn't, like, pure, pure pressure, but, like, all my friends, like, was dating. So I was like, mm, let me go ahead and try. But, like. Like I couldn't, I wasn't allowed today. So like I was wondering, like, what's the point of like going out? Then we going to college. Like, what are we finna do? We not finna see each other at all. Like, it was no, it was a point to me, but it wasn't a point at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that it comes with you know, and I'm glad you all being you know honest that you tried, but it wasn't going nowhere. You know. <laughs> And one thing the Holy Spirit is going to always tell me, and y'all should know that too, because there are times they're like, how did you know that? I got in a, a mini car accident, y'all. She, it's no way in the world she should have known that. But she looked at the license plate out of the, out of nowhere. What's wrong with my license plate? You yes. somebody? Yes, that was so funny because um, I was, I, I think we were somewhere, and they went to uh, McDonald's. The McDonald's or something, came back, we were leaving, and I looked at the car, and the license plate was had this dented. Now the car was not messed up, but the license plate. And I said, "What's wrong with my license plate in this dented? What happened?" And he was looking How like, "How did like, she what? know that?" That's the Holy Spirit, honey. He gonna. And I told him, I said, "That's the Holy Spirit. He's not gonna let you all get away with with anything." You know. <laughs> That's honestly, why I didn't why I didn't really do anything growing up because I was like, "Mama gonna find out." I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing nothing because you gonna find out. I'm gonna get in trouble, <laughs> and then that's, that's the end of me. That's that's right. That's right. Um, and callers, if you're, I'm sorry, listeners, if you're listening, and um, you and if you're young and you have questions, um for Trayvon, Taman, or Tia about growing up in a Christian household, or if you just have a testimony about your life and how you've grown up for some adults, you know, how you raise your children, or single parents. If you um, have a question of, you know, how did you do this and your children are okay, you know, um, please call in. That number is 314-881-1695. And again, that's 314-881-1695. So um, I, um, I'm laughing at that because... The Holy Spirit going to let me know, you know, and it's not always, but a lot of times, you know, and it, it's just for your protection is what it is. And a lot of things that uh, we as parents and you all, you all are listening to this and my kids are not perfect. They didn't always, you know, listen to me. They, you know, they didn't really smart off a lot. Besides the last <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> She's smart off some somewhat. But um, honestly, you know, if because so, a lot of people have asked me. You know, what did you do as a parent that your kids, uh, you know, didn't wild out? And honestly, I don't have an answer to that. I do. I don't. You know, it truly was the work of God. You know, um, I just really, you know, I, I give glory and honor all to God that, you know, um, that you guys have turned out the way that you have. Because, you know, um, statistically wise, you guys shouldn't be who you are, you know, and I and I even look at myself. Um just, you know, growing up broken, um, you know, I grew up in a single parent home and then, you know, eventually you all grew up in a single parent home and, but 
to see who you are now, but I just, my, my prayer was God. I want them to be who he has called you guys to be. I just did not want you to have to live that life that these young people are living. So, you know, when I look at that, I'm like, man, God, you did that. You did that. Um, so let's talk about even going into college. You know, when you go into college, that's an entirely different experience. Cause guess what? You're not at home anymore. You're not at home. You're not under my rules. Um, now you all are living pretty much on your own. You know, Tia's still at home. So I still got, I still got uh, my foot on her neck a little bit, but, um, <laughs> but how was that transition leaving the home and then going off to college? Uh, I know for me, one thing I noticed with the people who I met in college, like the first week or like the, my, just my first semester, it's like they were just trying to find themselves. Like they really didn't like know who they were. They tried all these different things. They tried to reinvent who they were. Uh, but, you know, for me, you know, I had my foundation in Christ. I had my foundation already, you know, I was already drilled in like who I am. You know, my identity is, was in Christ. Um, so me coming to college, I really didn't go through like that identity crisis or like, oh, who who am I, you know? Who am I really? Um, in, in a sense, I did, um, but not so much that um, I had to change myself completely. Um, I think like one thing that you know, I'm, I'm super. I'm, I'm like a social justice freak now. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, you know, that's that's a change that, that I had <laughs> in me since coming. But that wasn't necessarily an identity change. It was just more me learning about different things. But um, I don't know the college. Honestly, my my transition to college was fairly. Um, I want. I don't want to say the word easy, but. The easier type of the most. types the types of, it's easier than the most the types of challenges certain like a lot of college kids come in um, from high school I didn't necessarily go through those as far as like you know oh my gosh who am I or um, you know I need to find myself I need to try all these things I need to um, just do a lot of different things just to find who I am I already know who I was I just need to build off of that and mm-hmm. you know you know yeah so this is me uh, my transition from uh, home to college. Uh, it was uh, God really. He he helped me out because he because uh, me and my best friend actually roomed together. My friend Marcus Benson, and um, I wouldn't say I really had. I, I I had a I had a I had a fairly strong foundation with Christ uh, before going off to school, but it could have been better. And uh, Marcus really helped me with that. That's why I uh, really mm-hmm. liked that. Uh, <laughs> right, I roomed with him. But um, yeah, my my, my first year of college it wasn't the, it wasn't the best year of my life. Mm-hmm. The school I, the school I went to was terrible. <laughs> If you have any kids going to Northwest Missouri State University, oh boy, stop! Not tell them to go there. That's a terrible school by, 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 by any means. Northwest Missouri State University, not go there. He he didn't he didn't like it, guys. That's why I'm transferring to UMKC now. But no, um, I really I, like yeah. Even like before going to school, my friend was like, "Oh, I had school. I'm going. I'm I'm uh, going to all the parties. I'm uh trying this and that. I'm like, I, I never had the desire to do that. So I'm just like, wow, y'all really." Like they, like they they went to school with that mindset of like I'm right. going to disobey my parents and mm-hmm. do whatever I want. And I had to have that mindset. I I was like I'm 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 gonna go to school. I mean I I was like I'm I always, I, went, I just went to school pretty much. Mm-hmm. I just went. I didn't really have a set thing to do. So I um so right me finding myself. I didn't really find myself. I just kind of was like just there. Right. Yeah, right. So my, I, I'm still I'm still going through my experience college right now. Mm-hmm. So when I be when I so I'm going off in January. Well next week. And um, actually, being home for a semester really uh, that really that really helped me out uh, with finding myself actually because it made me realize that um, I really need to focus, get my focus together, and uh, actually have a plan because this is not <laughs> this is like this is not what I want. 
<laughs> you know how it is. We went away to school and came back home, and it's like, oh uh, my god! Coming back home, it was just, it was like, it was, and it's, it's and, it, and it's only for a semester, but it felt like this. It feels like three years, <laughs> and I'm ready to go honestly. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you know, come back to just rules, and you don't have that that uh, freedom to move about. You, you know, heard like, the word no, like yeah, uh-huh. you should, yeah. She tells, I was like, she's getting where I'm going, like um. <laughs> Going out, right? Like you can't answer me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you still in my house now, honey. <laughs> Honestly, people get caught up in that freedom at school, and it's not, it's not, it's, it's not like what people hype it up to be. It's not because you, you can, it's, you, it's, it's, it's easy to do what you want, but like at the same time, you're just like why? <laughs> it's, it's just like why are you doing stuff that you like? That something you know you shouldn't be doing, right? Like, you, like why? Why are you? Why are you doing that? There's no, there's no pleasure that comes from that. Only turmoil afterwards. You might have pleasure doing it, but afterwards you feel like. You feel <laughs> right. Bad. Why would you do that? Yeah. You know, and, and listeners, like, this is who they are. You know, we didn't script this to say, come in and make sure y'all talk about how good you are and how, <laughs> you know, this is who they are, you know. Um, and I'm just, you know, I'm proud of them. And I like to showcase my kids, <laughs> you know, but it's not even really about me, just about. You know, I want people to know no matter what, your kids can still come out winning, you know, and I, and even if you felt like you were the worst parent or you've made so many mistakes or whatever, your kids can still come out winning. The key is Christ. He is the key. He is the one that is going to, you know, the scripture says that um, train up a child in the way that they should go. And um, when they get older, they depart, they, they'll come back. You know, um, kids are going to make mistakes. That's just that's going to happen because that's life. But they don't have to stray so far away that they stay there. You know, as long as that is deep down in them, then they're going to come back to Christ and they're going to know who Christ is, you know. Um, and I'm telling you, this is all God's doing. And I look at it, too, because there is purpose. And I really and, and I'm a person. I love for people to walk in purpose. I know you guys have heard me say that on the radio. You know, even when God has given me my purpose to help uh, adult survivors of sexual abuse, you know, I love doing that. And I want my kids to be able to uh, really hone in at a young age what their purpose is. Because how awesome is that for you all to be able to walk in your purpose young? And then you'll be so fulfilled. It won't be like a job. It'll be what you're called to do. And like I didn't really realize I was walking in my purpose when I was in high school. I like that's like it's just like it's just like who who we were. Mm-hmm. And like afterwards I'm like, wow, I really <laughs> I I really appreciate like what the church and what mom has done for me. Cause uh it's easy I could we could have easily been like <laughs> the other kids. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And I think about, too, you know, the teen church that we had at uh, Arca Safety and how um, that really poured into you all's lives. And um, it was just a blessing. You know, I looked at it like, okay, go on, y'all, you know. And I I, I loved it because it just, like you, I think one of you all said, it reinforced um, what I was trying to um, teach at home. And, and, you know, though I wasn't perfect, I do look and say, man, you know, God did that, and, I, and I'm and i grateful. And I joke all the time, even when Andre always say, God knows what kids to give you. Because <laughs> if I had some kids that was off the chain, I don't know, I think I'd be in jail right now. <laughs> I don't know if I could deal with some, some, some kids that's off the chain. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm blessed that uh, God has given, because you got to make my life easy. <laughs> Y'all made my growing up made it easy. Lord, thank you, Jesus. That's a whole nother show. <laughs> um, so 
and as young males, you know, a lot of times, um, especially young African-American males, you know, you all don't have the, the greatest stigma. Um, but what do you say to that, to the fact that you are, you know, and not to leave out Tia, you know, she's a, an African-American young lady. But a lot of times, you know, even with the police brutality and just, you know, with everything going on with our black males, um, I believe that you all are a target of the enemy because there is something in you. You all are kings. And um, because of that, a lot of times, you know, you all are targeted for whatever reason. But you two have seemed to escape, you know, and I'm not saying that you all won't face issues as you get older because of course you know we grow up and we live in this world and you will but what do you say about that about you know what do you say even to the young men who maybe want to live this life but just don't know how to do it you know mm-hmm. I mean I wouldn't say we I mean I've we yeah we've most definitely escaped uh from I like, guess like maybe the violence yeah. and that kind of thing. But, but like yeah. with the like even with like uh, being an African American male in St. Louis, uh, I've been I've been harassed by the cops and patted down by the cops. Uh, like today. Hmm. Yeah, even in, we was in, we was in the mall today. Yeah. And, um, we was in Bath and Body Works around getting some uh, stuff for, for his going off to Vietnam, and um, two cops came in and we were the only black people in this in the store, and I knew they were because they walked up towards us. Like looking, acting like they were looking at something, but they were. Uh, Why y'all looking at something, y'all? Cops? Yeah, they were. They were. <laughs> they came over to where we were and like was like staring us, like staring us down to make sure we weren't stealing nothing. And I was like, wow. Like at, the, at like growing up, you kind of realize that kind of thing mm-hmm. when it happens. And, um, even uh, like yeah, like just just growing up and uh, cause I'm a, our mom. She would um, she would tell us before we go to the store, but. <laughs> Put your put your hood down. Take your hands out your pocket. Uh, <laughs> what else? What else? She would say a lot of stuff. Do whatever they tell you to do. Yeah, right. right. If you ever get pulled over, this, this, uh, my uh, insurance is in the glove compartment. <laughs> say, your hands tell out. the cop you're going to get your insurance out of the glove compartment. <laughs> but, yeah, but those are those are those are things you have to do to, uh, growing up um, as an African American male. Um, oh yeah, uh, I've I've seen I've seen it firsthand. Like people getting harassed by the cops. Yeah. Uh, well, we you know the, the whole Ferguson riots, right? Right, right. Yeah. All of that, yeah. All yeah. of that. Uh, and you said, uh, how was how what like? What's my advice growing up? Yeah, it? like because um, I know there are young men who they don't want to live the life that they're living. Yeah. You know, but, they they want to mm-hmm. um, live a better life. You know, and again, that's coming from the household because uh, I know some. I know I, I I have a couple of friends who just who who, who want to. Who want to uh, change their life, but it's, that's that's what that's what they come from. Like, right, 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 right. They don't have that. Uh, that's that's their foundation uh, is coming out of that. Uh, like I wouldn't say gangbanging instead of but like um, you know like not kind of kind of hood. You know, you know, <laughs> street. That's 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 their foundation. Right, right, that's, right. that's who that's who they are. Right. And it's not it's not their fault. It's just how they yeah. how they came and, up. And and I don't want anybody to think that we're judging anybody yeah, yeah, or anything right. like yeah. that. You know, yeah. um, because people grow up differently. Um, but you know, but I know there are people who want to know who is this Christ that you all know. Yeah, you I, know, how do you continue to live your life before Christ, even though there's so much peer pressure? There's so much. There's the world. Mm-hmm. You know, is out there. I would say like. I know it's easy to say, like, don't let labels define you, but, like, like take that in. Like, don't let labels define who you are, um, especially, like, the stigma of being a black man. You know, you're this um, super hyper-masculine, um, you know, you play basketball, you do all these things, you're a ladies' man, you do all these, you know. Don't let those things trap you into not 
you know, receiving what God has for you. Right, right. Um, you know, people are going to call you gay. You know, as you live a life for Christ, you know, um, you you know, if you live a life for Christ, you know, God really humbles you. You know, you're respectful towards women. You're, um, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, if you're in high school, you're not dating. You're not really talking to women if that's not what God has for you. Um, don't let, um, like, just, just don't let labels define you mm-hmm. um, as far as, um, you know, I think it's, you know, it's kind of impossible to escape the stigma of being a black male, especially here in St. Louis. There's so much it's going on, especially with things in Ferguson. Um, but at the same time, like, um, you know, let that be an encouragement that, you know, you're from this area, you know, um, if you want to see change, you know, you you can be the catalyst oh, of the come change. come on, come mm-hmm. on, um, right. You know, you, you always saying, you know, how can I be this Christian? How can I be this Christian um, when nobody else is, you know, you can be the person that leads other people to Christ. Right. Um, you know, um, let, you know, God is a man. God is, uh, he wants you, he wants you to be a man in, in him. Um, so I don't know, just, I would say, just seek a, a relationship with God. I know that's like, you know, we keep saying that, mm-hmm. um, but right. no, it's true. That's, that's, that's honestly the, the, the end point is just to have a relationship with him. Um, and don't let a lot of, um, you know, people don't let your pride get in the way. Don't let, don't just don't let all these things that people put on you, uh, things you have to be, get you in the way of receiving what God has for you. Right. So, because a lot of black males, they don't chase opportunity because they, because they are a black male. That's what they think. They're like, right. I, 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 right. I won't, I won't get that far. I won't, Get that, get that job. I won't be that person because I am yeah. a black male. In yeah, and expand your mind. Don't let, don't be so focused on. Okay, I'm going to stay in St. Louis. You know, I love St. Louis with all my heart. Trust me. But don't, don't limit yourself. Don't put yourself in a box. I think God, you know, we have sometimes we have this tunnel vision of like, okay, I'm going to do right, and I'm going to do this and this and this and this and that, mm-hmm. and that's all I'm going to do. But God has so much more for us. You know, we have this uh, tunnel vision. Yeah. But then God is up here. You know, He has all this stuff around our tunnel vision, and He wants us to. Um, just listen to him because he knows what's best for us. He knows what he wants us to do. Um, just don't limit yourself to certain places. Don't limit yourself in, you know, okay, I'm going to get this job. I'm, you know, um, I'm going to have this job for a couple of years. You know, I'm going to paycheck to paycheck, paycheck um, which is, you know, not necessarily nothing wrong. You do what you have to do. But at the same time, like, dream big. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah that's the key. Of, you know, that's the key. Elevate your mind. You know, yeah. you can do whatever you want to do. Um, yeah. And more importantly, you can do whatever God wants you to do, which is far greater than anything you can ever imagine yourself doing. So, right, um, right. Yeah. Um, T, you got anything to say? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but that's true. You have to. And it's getting outside of that comfort zone, too, because, mm-hmm. you know, you're so used to being in here. And then when God says, OK, I need you over here, sometimes it's way, way out of our comfort zone. But, we, but like you said, Trey, we got to dream big. And that's one thing I really wanted to impart in you all is that dream big. You know, there's more to life than just what's in front of you. There, There is, you know, God could give you the world and, and allow him to come in and say, even if it's not popular, you know, but this is what I'm going to do. Or I know God called me to do this. You know, I remember um, when uh, Trey was younger and he wanted to, I think you were going into orchestra, I think when you were little, playing a violin or something. It was He was in elementary school. And somebody said, uh, that's lame. And he said, oh, that's lame. He said, well, sign me up for it. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I started cracking up. But he was like, okay, you call a lane. Well, I'm going to do it then, you know. But um, but I, I, I've always wanted to instill in you all that, you know, um, to seek out, you know, what you want to do. Because a lot of times, you know, we kind of do the routine. You know, you go to school, you learn, you do this. Okay, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be this. Mm-hmm. Well, you could be... You know, an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. or you could uh, 
you know, build something or whatever. You can do whatever uh, God has placed in your heart. You can do the world is yours. You can do whatever you want to do. And that's something I have always wanted to impart in them because, you know, I look back at some things that I wanted to do. I wanted to be a journalist, you know, but that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And but it's, it's coming back around, though, you know, I'm about to have an empty nest. <laughs> so I'm be able to do those things that I couldn't do. But um but I always, you know, look back at things, things that I didn't do. And I'm like, man, you guys could do whatever you want to, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, don't let, and, and don't let people limit you. Don't let people tell you, like, you can't do it. Yeah. Right. Because um, if I listen to people, you know, stay stay in St. Louis, you know, go to school here and do this. You know, if I never went to Loyola, I wouldn't have been the person. Why? That's know? true. I, so, I really believe you know, don't that. Let, if you feel like God is telling you something to do and people are telling you opposite, then they're they are not in line with God and you should not be listening to them. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And I, I uh, and even with both of them, you know, and, and Tia too, you know, with, with, uh, she dances and, um, but she's grown up for a passion for it, you know? And, um, and I think about like even Ty, you know, he went off to school and though he didn't like it, but that has taken him to now to go to the place that you want to be. Mm-hmm. And then even Trey, when he wanted to go to Loyola, I was like, huh? I was like, oh, right. Cause I was like, when I saw that tuition, I said, um, Lindenwood looking real. <laughs> good right now so you know what he was like mom i know this is what god told, uh, told me to go and i was like well okay i hope you really listening to the lord but here you are in your junior year you know going to vietnam you know that now that is like okay god told him that because god was i was like uh lord are you sure <laughs> um but, you know, I'm so glad that uh, I have my children on today. You know, uh, I'm just so proud of them. I'm just so blessed that God has given me a platform where they can come on and not only, um, you know, they they uh, minister to me, but then they can actually go out and talk to the youth and people can see that this is real. This is who they are. And this is the life that um, that they're living. And, you don't you can choose to live a life of Christ. You can choose it even at a young age. You can choose to live a life of Christ. And I wanted them to come on and just kind of tell who they are and just let the people uh, meet them because I'm always talking about them on Facebook all the time. They get sick of me <laughs> with all my pictures. My, my Facebook. <laughs> I always get a notification. Deanna Latimer has tagged you. Exactly. <laughs> Our entire life is on Facebook. You got to talk to us. Right. <laughs> but, um, but I'm just so proud of them. And, you know, one thing we have to know is that ministry starts at home. You know, it's not perfect all the time, but ministry starts. And honestly, if we if everyone started ministry at home, this world will be so much better because you have that Christian foundation within your own home. And, you know, um, even with what's going on in our world, it's so important that we build up families. It's important that uh, we begin to take our rightful place and that um, we do you know, what God has called us to do, even as a mother, you know, um, and even uh, men out there who are fathers, you know, it's time that we take our rightful place and be who God has called us to be. And when you do that, when you build um, strong um, relationships, you have strong families, strong kids, and now they can go out Mm -hmm. and have strong families and strong kids. And, you know, and it's just going to continue to be that cycle so we can change the cycle. You know, and it starts right here. It starts right here within the family because ministry, uh, you know, starts at home. So thank you all for being in the studio with me. Um, my babies, Trey, Ty, and Tia. Tia didn't say much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm just so proud of them, and I'm just so blessed 
that God has given me and has chosen me to raise them, you know, even from my crazy self, but, uh, but, but I'm just so blessed. So again, listeners, thank you for always tuning in week after week. You know, I hope you enjoyed meeting my kids and, um, that we were a blessing to you. And just to let you know that if you're young, you can still live a life of Christ. So again, like I said, um, next week, or actually we're going to be on tomorrow at six o'clock. Um, I'm not sure what show it's going to be, but it'll be on tomorrow at six. So every Thursday at five 30, every Friday at six, be the voice radio tune in every week. And also we are now on iTunes. So if you are an Apple user and you uh, can log into iTunes and look for Be The Voice Radio, you can get all of our past shows and we'll be right there. So again, thank you all for listening every week and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to Be The Voice Radio. If you would like to know more about Moving Forward Ministries and their support groups, outreach events, or educational workshops, please visit their webpage at movingforwardstl.com. That's moving, the number four, W-A-R-D, STL.com. Moving Forward Ministries wants you to become an overcomer, and all you have to do is connect with them to begin that process. Look for Moving Forward Ministries on Facebook or call them directly at 314-329-7440. And don't forget to join us next Thursday at 5.30 p.m. for Be The Voice Radio.